Hi everyone, I'm Kelsey. I'm Colton. Let's, Let's get, get weird, weird together. together. Are you feeling it, Mr. Krabs? Give me the smolder when you say that. <laughs> Are you feeling it, Mr. Krabs? Oh gosh. I'm going to say that at a very inappropriate time. I have no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. You've met me. <laughs> yep. Wonder I can hear you panting. What? <laughs> she quieted down. <laughs> I'll try to see if we, we were picking it up. Oh, I'm sure we are. Mm. I don't think that you have been out of the house since the nighttime, but have you seen that the one neighbor who has all the decorations he put up more... Uh, blow-up decorations. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they're really cool. One of them is a dinosaur who's opening a present, and it is a bone. Aw, Christmas dino. Yeah, Christmas dino. It's super cute. It's more appropriate. <laughs> I wish... Speaking of, of extinct beasts, Yeah. tonight's episode, The Beast of Jevoudan. I don't know. I don't speak French, so I'm going to butcher a lot of these fucking names. I looked up a pronunciation guide for Jevoudan. Well, let's hope that our one Canadian listener is not from a province where they speak French. Oh, that would be most unfortunate. Yeah. We're going to have a very hateful email. I doubt it. At yourweirdbestfriends at gmail.com. Just address it to Colton. Yep. Just address it to me. Dear fuckface. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a list of all the stuff you messed up. That's fair, though. Every time. Literally every time. I feel like the second we start recording, my throat just completely dries out. And I'm allergic to everything in the room. Yeah. But we do also record in a very stagnant room because we have to have the fan turned off and the door closed. So we're just choking on our own air. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, this beast. The beast. The beast of Jevoudan. Between 1764 and 1767, a mysterious creature that was referred to as the beast ravaged the rural region of Jevoudan, France. Uh, about a hundred men, women, and children reportedly fell victim to the beast. Like they died? Yeah, they were killed by the beast. How many? about a hundred. Jesus. Uh, many French at the time presumed the beast to be a wolf and many modern scholars agree some suggested that the beast may not have been a wolf at all. So what is it? <clears throat> we will get to the speculation of what it could have been a little later. But for now the first recorded fatal attack of the beast occurred on June 30th, 1764 when a 14 year old shepherdess uh, Jean Boulet tended a flock of sheep. Uh, Boulet was not the creature's first victim, as historian J.M. Smith writes in Monsters of the Jevoudan. About two months prior, a young woman tending cattle was attacked by a creature that was, quote, like a wolf, yet not a wolf, but escaped because the herd defended her. The herd defended her? Yeah. So the sheep came to her rescue? Yep. That's impressive. Every now and then, sheep will band together and care of a predator. Huh. I, I didn't know. Not often. I want to know what they mean by not a wolf. Like, like a wolf. Is it like not deer? I don't know, dude. 
So the the attacks continued throughout the summer and into the fall, according to George M. Eberhardt's 2002 book, Mysterious Creatures, A Guide to Cryptozoology. Uh, France was in a slump at the time on the heels of the Seven Years' War. The nation had lost battles to Prussia and the British, and Louis XV had lost overseas colonies. Uh, the Beast offered a perfect foil to rally around. There was no shortage of reports in the press about encounters with the animal. The ferocious beast attacked and partially ate women and the young, according to the reports, but lone adult men were also targets. There were so many attacks that some speculated there were in fact two or more beasts. Hmm. Uh, The terrified populace of Jevoudan did not sit idle, and individual stories of bravery captivated the public. Smith writes that bounties were offered and hunters combed the countryside looking for the creature. On October 8th, 1764, just hours after a mauling, the beast was seen at Chateau de la Baume. Sounds right. Stalking a herdsman. Hunters followed the animal into the estate's woods and flushed the animal out into the open. And the hunter shot a volley of musket fire into the creature, but after a fall, the beast rose and ran off. So, like, that sounds like the the Skinwalker Ranch wolf to me. I actually don't know anything about Skinwalker Ranch. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. What? Like, I've seen a couple of, like, spooky videos on YouTube about it, but not enough to let me know anything about it. Bro. All right. Well, I guess we're doing an episode on Skinwalker Ranch. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll get working on that one. I'm, I'm going to be very invested because I, <coughs> I've been curious about it, but not enough to like look into it at all. So I'm very excited. Okay. Yeah, I got you, homie. Here, this is a picture of uh, one of the like the children that attack or that defended her- herself against the beast. That's a big ass whatever. Yeah. Beast. Uh, even children were celebrated for taking on the beast. On January 12th, 1765, the beast attacked 10-year-old Jacques Portefeuille and a group of seven friends ranging from ages 8 to 12. However, Portefeuille led a counterattack with sticks driving off the creature. The children were rewarded by Louis XV and Portefeuille was given an education paid by the crown. What? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Can I fight something in order to get a college education? Yeah, it's called the military. Oh. <laughs> that is not what I meant. Oh, well, you know, you win some, you lose some. The children's heroics prompted the court of Louis XV to send royal hunters to destroy the beast. There was now a 6,000 French dollar bounty on the creature's head. Uh, The story of the beast, meanwhile, was spreading and covered in newspapers from Boston to Brussels, becoming one of history's first media sensations. Boston. Boston. Coffee talk. Coffee talk to Brussels. Among the most notable tales of bravery was when the 19 or 20-year-old Marie-Jeanne Vallée was attacked by the beast on August 11, 1765, while crossing a river with her sister. Armed with a bayonet affixed to a pole, why did she have that? I don't. I, y- they could very easily just say spear. <laughs> with a spear. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense. Valet impaled the beast's chests. Uh, oh, Jesus. 
impaled the beast's chest. The creature got away, but Valet became known as the, quote, Amazon and the Maid of Jevoudan. What? That's dope. The statue was of her. How old was she? 20, you said? Yeah, 19 or 20. I mean, that's a, that's a grown-ass adult back then, so... Yeah, that's like a, a old spinster, almost. Yeah. I bet she is. had, like, five kids. <laughs> At least two grandkids. <clears throat> On September 20th, 1765, Francois Antoine, Antoine, the king's 71-year-old gunbearer, and his nephew shot a large wolf near the abbey at a place that starts with the letter C, which was assumed to be the beast. Antoine was awarded with money and titles, and the corpse of the animal was stuffed and sent to the royal court. But... Attacks started back up again in December, according to an account in the 1898 volume of the Parisian Illustrated Review. This time, the beast seemed different, at least behaviorally. Where before the creature had been afraid of cattle, this time it showed no fear. Was this then a second beast? The royal court chose to ignore these new attacks, insisting that Antoine had killed the creature. Finally, a sudden outbreak of attacks in early June of 1767 compelled the local nobleman, the... The Marquis, let's we'll just call him that, <laughs> to organize a hunt. On June 19th, one of the hunters, a local man, Jean, Jean, Jean Chastel, shot a wolf on the slopes of Mount Moshe. You French people in your words. I swear to God. <laughs> How dare you speak French? An autopsy of the animal revealed human remains inside and the animal had non-wolf characteristics as described by witnesses. The attacks ended, but while it was assumed the beast Chastel bagged was the beast, doubts remained that it was indeed a wolf. Does it say what the non-wolf characteristics are? Description and behavior of the beast is my next section. Oh, well, thank you. (laughs) The beast was consistently described by eyewitnesses as something other than a typical wolf. It was large as a calf or sometimes a horse. It's... That's a big fucking difference (laughs) its coat was reddish gray with a long strong panther-like tail the head and legs were short-haired and the color of a deer it had black stripes on its back and talons on its feet that sounds so claws it sounds like a tiger it does kind of sound like a tiger many drawings of the beast at the time endow it with lupine characteristics witnesses described the beast as an ambush hunter which stalked its prey and seized it by the throat The wounds found on the bodies were typically to the head and limbs, while the remains of 16 victims reportedly decapitated. The creature prowled in the evenings and in the mornings. Still sounds like a tiger to me. Because tigers are very much nocturnal, right? Yeah. Historians, scientists, pseudoscientists, and conspiracy theorists have all proposed theories about what the beast was. Among the suspects, a Eurasian wolf, an armored war dog. What? A striped hyena. A lion, some kind of prehistoric predator, a werewolf, a dog-wolf hybrid, and a human. It's just like a wolf dog. I, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Of the candidates, the most fanciful is the werewolf. Smith points out that Chastel purportedly used a silver bullet to slay the wolf, thereby feeding into the werewolf mythology. Man, that is expensive. Also unrealistic is that the beast was an extinct prehistoric predator, such as a bear dog... A dire wolf or hyenodon, and this is a picture of a hyenodon. It just looks like a hyena <laughs> with a with a bird face. A bird face? Just got a long face. 
Long skinny bird face. Uh, others have suggested that a human serial killer may be responsible for the attacks. Many of the beast's victims were reported to be decapitated, something few animals could do. While it's unlikely that a killer would roam about for victims in broad daylight wearing a bestial costume, those who support this theory believe the, humans, the human killer used an animal to carry out the crimes. What was the animal? Some have speculated that it was an armored war dog, which explains its strange appearance and why it shrugged off musket shots. That would be like a mastiff, I would think. Okay. Like a mastiff with armor on. That would be fucking dope, though. Winter, do you want armor? As she lays in her Serta mattress uh, dog bed, she looks over hey, and said, said no thank she's you. She's a vicious warrior, okay? So vicious. So vicious. Um, some depictions of the beast and the animal slain by Chastel suggest it resembled a striped hyena. <laughs> I'm what? sorry. I'm sorry. When I when I googled armored war dog, this is the one came up. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, yeah. Save a picture of that. I will. Oh man, is it possible that a striped hyena may have been in a person's private holding and then escaped? Since it was not native to France, it would have appeared unusual. However, striped hyenas are not known to attack humans. And hyenas are not that big. Like, they're big, but they're not, like, horse size. Yeah. Carl Hans Take? Take? T-A-A-K-E. Take. A biologist and author of The Gévaudan Tragedy, The Disastrous Campaign of a Deported Beast, argues the beast may have been an immature male lion. Like the hyena, it is possible the lion escaped from captivity. Uh, the beast reportedly was an ambush hunter that seized prey by the neck and could possibly decapitate a victim. A lion, the biologist argues, could exhibit these predatory behaviors. Well, Winnie. Hey, Mama. Lions have been known to prey upon humans as food sources, such as the famous case of the Lions of Savo, in which a lion pair killed over 130 victims in under a year. Jeez. Another Impressive. supporting fact is that the territory of the beast at roughly 56 by 50 miles aligns with a lion's typical range. Eyewitnesses in France at the time were likely not familiar with living lions, and what they did know about them came from very stylized imagery. A sub-adult male does not have a fully developed mane, and sometimes has a mohawk type of stripe running down its back. This matches descriptions of the beast by eyewitnesses. Uh, the biologist argues one hunter at the time, Captain Jean-Baptiste Duhamel, wrote, You will undoubtedly think, like I do, that this is a monster, the father of which is a lion. What its mother was remains to be seen. The devil. <laughs> <laughs> Among the theories considered most credible is that the wolves, per, uh, that wolves perpetuated the attacks, as Smith tells the Smithsonian. Jevoudan had a serious wolf infestation. Uh, he believes that large lone wolves were attacking individual communities across the region, or that it was a pack. Uh, Smith asserts that many of the fantastical qualities attributed to the beast were induced by clergy who stirred up fear in the populace that God was punishing the French for its defeat in the Seven Years' War. I told you it was the devil. It was, it was the devil, you're right. <laughs> Good sneeze, Winter. Uh, for hunters, killing the beast was a way of eh, reclaiming France's lost honor. I don't see how that would work. But <laughs> Wolves are native to the region and had attacked humans before. 
Some statistics show that wolves attacked humans 9,000 times in France between the 17th and 19th century. In most cases, these types of attacks were by rabid wolves. I know that France has, like, one of the larger histories of having, um, like, werewolf stories. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so that's probably where that came from. Probably. And people, if there's enough fucking wolves around that they're just running around attacking and eating people... You're going to tell some some fucking stories. Oh, absolutely. And, I mean, in that time, you didn't really have any other source of entertainment, so you're going to lie a little bit. Of course. Yeah. Um, there are some potential flaws to the wolf theory, including the frequency of the beast's deadly attacks, suggesting it was not a single rabid wolf. Also, none of its victims seem to have contracted rabies, suggesting that their attacker also did not carry rabies. Although there are strong voices arguing multiple theories about the identity of the beast of Jevoudan, all admit that their truth will never be fully known. Without any genetic or forensic evidence, the beast of Jevoudan is bound to forever remain a mystery. And then here's an awesome picture of a, a wolf running away with some lady's baby's head. <laughs> a dingo ate my baby. A dingo did eat her baby. Sure did. There it is in black and white. Oof. Yeah. What do you think it was? I don't know. I mean, the lion theory, like, kind of makes sense. I think so, especially I mean, with the, the mohawk thing. Yeah. Well, that and, and rich people like dangerous shit, so. Yeah. And as we know, Yeah, big as cat we know people. from rewatching Tiger King season one and two, big cat people are fucking crazy. Yeah. So we're basically experts on the subject at this point. I mean, I've known a few big cat people. Have you really? I have. Tell me something about them. Well, one of them was the guy that owned the clinic I worked at. What? Dr. B grew up with... He had, they had an African male lion, and they had a cougar that lived in the house with them. That's fucking wild. Named Coogie. That's cute. <laughs> we, we share the same naming abilities. Yeah. <laughs> that was our cougar. Coogie. Yeah. This is my other cougar, my wife. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> but apparently, like, the, the African male lion, he only liked Dr. B and his dad. And guess where they lived? Oklahoma. What is up with Oklahoma and big cats? This is not big They have lenient laws on exotic animals. That's fair. That's, That's fair. really what it is. I remember the person <laughs> that, um, when, I, when I bought my hedgehog, I don't know, like, maybe seven or eight years ago the people who i bought them from had uh had a serval in their shop yeah huh yep and they also they also had a bobcat kitten that uh it was already sold but like it was they were just holding on to it until the person could come get it and i really um for a moment i was like do i really want a hedgehog or do I want a fucking bobcat? Exactly. Or do I want a fucking bobcat? They also had an octopus that they. What? Yes. I want an octopus. Actually, I don't. They're I too don't. Smart. They're too smart. So this one cost them somewhere along the lines of like thirty thousand dollars in exotic fish because it kept getting out of its its cage. Like it had a lock in its uh, little in- aquarium enclosure, whatever it's called, and it would just reach its little tentacles out and undo the lock and go into the other fish's uh, aquariums at night 
and eat them. <laughs> and so huh. eventually they had to put it inside of this like little gerbil ball and it was getting out of there too. And it, it's funny because at first they didn't know that it was the octopus. And so they had to buy new cameras to like specifically watch all the different tanks. And it, it was like months before they found out why their fish were going missing and dying. It's like, cause this little <laughs> fucker was getting out of its cage, going into the different exotic fish exhibits, or not exhibits, but tanks, eating them and going back to its own tank and closing the lid before the owners would come back in the morning. That's wild. Yeah, they're way too smart. Yeah, I had heard a, a story of an octopus doing that like at an aquarium. And it was like a not small octopus. <laughs> Oh, this one, like, I could fit in the size of my hand, or in, in like, the palm of my hand. It was fairly yeah, small. Yeah, this is, like, one of the big, bigger octopuses. <laughs> Octopi? Octopod. All are correct. Some people will argue about that, but the dictionary says that all three are correct. Wow. Yeah? Surprised you didn't get the cosine cobra up there with you. That head wobble. <laughs> the cosine cobra. I've never heard of that before. This, this is the cobra. You get cosines on whatever you're saying, whatever bullshit you're trying to get passed off on somebody. That's not bullshit. See, right. there you go. You used it right there. The cosine cobra. Cosine cobra says it's actual fact. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like I've known other people that have had big cats too. I just. I remember being around them whenever I was a kid, but I don't remember who had them. I want to say it was one of my parents' friends. They had, um, oh, I think it was a mountain lion because they have the, they're like yellowy and they have the black tips on their ears, right? Is that a mountain lion? Sure. Okay. It's really big though. Sounds about right. Yeah. I could never. I don't want to live with something that could kill me. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I mean, I'm not a I'm not a cat person. I don't hate cats, but I'm just not a cat person. And then you, you make them like you know forty, fifty times bigger than than. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. thank you. With, with twenty or so little razors, they're just aiming for your eyeballs, mm -hmm. even when they're just playing. No, thank you. That's not three for me. inch long teeth. Yeah. Enough bite force in their jaw to completely crush your skull. Exactly. I. I've had cats that have fucked me up, and they've been... Yeah, I've been fucked up by, like, a 12-pound cat. I can't yeah. imagine what a 600-pound cat would do. Absolutely. Back to your surta bed. Oh, no, I touched you. Go lay down. Go. You're being cute. What? Winter, would you like to... Would you, you like to anything? say something? Do you have anything to add to this conversation? Speak. Say what? something. What? What, Winter? Wow. Just a small... <laughs> Yeah? Oh, thank you. You got anything else for me? <laughs> Were you related to the Beast of Jevoudan? <laughs> oh, just a big sneeze. Does that mean no? Sneeze again for no. <laughs> oh, yeah. she has some harsh opinions about this. <laughs> yeah. What else? It's... <laughs> It's your podcast now. Yeah. Keep going. Go on. What? Your fans. They're waiting. Okay. Go lay down. What? Go lay down. Go. Go. Quit Go. beating me with your tail. Go away. Go away. Goodbye. 
Oh, this is not a very long podcast at it's all. It's not. Do you want me to tell you about the Jersey Devil? No. Okay. I don't think... I think we don't... It doesn't... They don't all have to be... Have that's to be fair. killers. That's fair. We're, uh, we're going out of town this weekend, so we're just kind of... Just kind of throwing it. <laughs> I'm talking. She's like, I am too. Yeah. We are talking, yes. <laughs> Woman! Go! Go away! She's had her taste of fame. And yeah. She's like, I'm involved now. <laughs> this is our podcast. Kelsey, Colton, and Winter. You just want attention? Yeah, well, Stella's not here to bother her. So. That's fair. Um, yeah, so we're going out of town this weekend. And so we're just kind of... Uh, squish your face. Trying to get one in. The next one... Be merciful. The, the, the short one is merciful. Because uh, some of the ones that we're going to be covering here soon are going mm-hmm. to be very long. Yeah. I know that... It's also a small mercy to me because I get to sit here after we're done recording and edit it out, all that, out. That's true. <laughs> and also, the both of us, for the last, like, I don't know, I would say, like, three podcasts, have just been dying. Yeah. Like, yeah, we felt like crap. Yeah. My... I'm, I'm allergic to this state. Our neighbor has a... <laughs> I know. I... I don't know what happened. Our neighbor has a cottonwood tree, and I am horribly allergic to cottonwood. And so, like, I don't know what it's been doing, or if it's been something else entirely, which I'm sure it is, because that tree's fucking dead right now. Yeah. But I just, I wake up and I can't breathe. I take an allergy pill, and about six hours later, I can't breathe again, and it's done nothing except make my heart rate fast. So... Fair enough. Yeah. Life's hard right now, guys. It is. But also, holidays are coming up. We're both starting new jobs. We are on the same day. Isn't on the you? same day. Aww. Bitch. So, um, I'm yeah. not looking forward to rejoining the working world. I've... I'm not either. Like, we may <laughs> we may have to change the day that the podcast comes out. Yeah. Because we're both, well, I'm going to be working later than I was before. And come springtime, I'm going to be in class uh, part-time. And so every day after work, I will be in school. So we so. may we may switch the, the drop date from Fridays to Mondays so that mm-hmm. we can record and edit over the weekend and then yeah. get it out to you on Monday. We're going to have to figure that out with going out of town every other weekend, too. Yeah, I mean, so. we just do two at a time. Yeah, we just do two at a time. That's smart. Wicked smart. Wicked smart. Got smarts. Also, we could just drive all the way back up here from Texas and then record a three-hour podcast. Why not? Let's do it. Why not? I mean, after driving on I-35, I-, I definitely want to to do things, you know? Fly into a murderous rage. Yeah, that's the number one. Yeah. Lay in bed and hope I don't wake up. But oh, that's we'll a talk lie. like that. I'm happy to wake up. You better be. Now, because I wake up next to you. Yeah. And then tell me about your fucking absolute clown shoes dreams that you have. Man. All right. Ne- one of our next podcasts. I'll have to tell them about one of my dreams just because they are. <laughs> <laughs> fucking clown shoes. Absolute insanity. Yeah. And a lot of, like, I've told pretty much all of my friends about my dreams and it, they know what they're like. And I, I remember just about every dream that I've ever had. It's 
I, I wish that I had brain space for other things. Like, I don't know, math, a second language, maybe a musical instrument. No, I get dreams. I, I remember dreams that I had when I was a child. And it's so useless. And what it, a skill. Yeah, right? It's slowly driving me insane. Because they've always been this weird. Huh. Yeah. I don't dream very often, but when I do, they usually have a fairly clear plot. And usually a pretty pretty straight A to B. Sometimes they're absolute insanity, but there's like a story to it. Occasionally, I'll get like maybe five minutes worth of a story, and then the rest is just Banana Town. Yeah. Um, for the most part, it's just, I don't know, like Hollywood describing an acid trip. That's kind of what it's like. <laughs> Not like a real acid trip, but like what Hollywood thinks doing drugs is like. Yeah. That is what my dreams are. Hollywood knows what drugs is like. And they to choose to portray it poorly. Yes. <laughs> hey, quit eating your foot. It's loud. It's good foot. Mm, good foot. Well, I think we'll go ahead and call it for this one. Yeah. Um, no. Don't forget to uh, stop by the Facebook page, drop us a message or a comment. We'll be posting the pictures from this episode up on there and Instagram and the Twitter. Yes, I've definitely been keeping up with Twitter. Uh -huh. Yikes. All right. Well, yeah, definitely Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and don't forget to stop by the Patreon. Show us some support. The first tier is only like $2 a month. And every little bit helps. Absolutely. Uh, we did also just get our first like merch design done. Um, I like it. It's base. It's basically our logo, more or less. Um, I'll, I'll post a link to the Redbubble account that I have it on. Um, so you can get up there and get you some stickers for your car windows, or a T-shirt, or a phone case, or something. Yeah. And Redbubble does afterpay, so if you want to pay in, in like four installments with no uh, interest. interest, they do that. That's how I bought my stickers, just because I thought it was funny, because my total was like 20 bucks, and it's like, would you like to pay in four payments of like 515? It's like, yes, I would like to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I think I might, I might get like a sweatshirt or something with our logo on it, because they're yeah. cute. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, stay weird, everybody. Stay weird.